happen. Let's get out to the Bowtown Pub and Grub hotline. Welcome in Drake Toll of Locked On Big 12 to talk some Big 12 football. What's up, Drake? How the heck are you, man? Man, Ben, I, I'm, <laughs> had you asked me last week, I would have been fine. But after this performance in the Big 12 this weekend, I'm shocked that I still have a job. <laughs> is the I was just talking about this with my co-host. Is the Big 12 down this season, or is this just is this just one bad week of college football for the Big 12? Well, I would have told you in week one that it was just a, a one-off, one bad week, some Big 12 teams that have young head coaches or head coaches that are still new-ish to the program trying to figure things out on their path to future success. But now, lightning doesn't flash twice in the same spot. Two out of the last three weeks in this conference have been worse than dismal. Quite frankly, unacceptable. I mean, it's to the point where, Ben, as somebody who's covered this conference for now five years, I feel like I should be apologizing to BYU fans for you having to come into this and deal with Iowa State losing to Ohio, to deal with Texas Tech losing to Wyoming, and Baylor losing to Texas State, and Oklahoma State losing to South Alabama. It's the eight teams that wanted to keep this conference together that have been so disappointing. And then the two teams that want to leave, Texas and OU, who are at the top, and the two newbies, UCF and BYU, who are right there behind them. Color me surprised. I did not have this on my bingo card. What? Uh, which game to you has been the most disappointing from the Big 12 this season? Which loss is the most devastating to you on the Big 12 resume? Uh, the big one to me is is Texas Tech and Wyoming. You can make a case, certainly, for Baylor's couple of losses in their Texas State game. Uh, and then the backbreaker from South Alabama to Oklahoma State. Those are absolutely in the conversation. But I was squarely riding the Joey McGuire train the Lubbock, Texas, everything is West Texas train early this season. They were my underdog pick to go to the Big 12 championship game to make noise in this conference, which I guess they are still undefeated in conference play, and that's open for almost anybody in this league. But now, after a loss to Wyoming, that, that brings them into the Oregon game in Week 2, and Tech loses again. They can't figure out if they want Tyler Shuck or Darren Morton at quarterback. And, and I know Joey McGuire hasn't lost the fan base in the locker room, but Tech doesn't want to start one and two after he brought this new winning culture, this shiny new culture to Lubbock, Texas. I was sorely, sorely disappointed that Tech went on the road, lost to Wyoming in week one, and do feel like that will spiral. I say spiral loosely. It will spiral their season into a six and six, seven and five disappointing performance when they are a team that could showcase that, hey, this hateful eight, the irate eight, can move into the new Big 12 and have a lot of success. Now, again, you're looking at newbies. And the, and the four Pac-12 teams that are coming in who are going to make the most noise and be the flashiest early on when teams like Texas Tech are not winning games that they should like a Wyoming. Which is the most impressive win from the Big 12 through Week 3, would you say? Which one stands out the, the most? You know, color me shocked the way that West Virginia has played. And I, I know people will be surprised that I don't think Texas, but in my mind, Texas and Oklahoma both uh, have already left the Big 12. This is, these are two teams that I have almost no interest talking about this year because they've decided to leave this conference. I'm more interested in the future outlook of this league, and if they lose the rest of their game, that only makes it better for the rest of us. I, it's not Texas and Bama. I saw that one coming. It's West Virginia and Pitt. I don't, I don't think that Neil Brown still has a job at the end of this season despite the win. He is, uh, to me, a dead man walking. He had to earn his way back into the hot seat. Things were so bad in Morgantown. But to have a pit team that sold out its stadium, 
a, a West Virginia team that sold out its stadium against Pitt, held that team to six points. C.J. Donaldson's a great running back. Their offensive line has been spectacular. They are a they are a what I would call a chaos team in the Big Twelve. There are two or three teams that can just wreak havoc on somebody's perfect schedule. West Virginia is one of them. In a week where the Big Twelve needed some big wins, BYU got it done. West Virginia got it done. And and Ben, you might be shocked that I didn't say BYU Arkansas, but I had Texas beating Alabama. BYU was my big pick, my big pick to beat Arkansas this week. There are some games in here that if you truly look past all the tape, you see a victory for this conference. BYU over Arkansas was one of those for me. Drake, give us your your power rankings in the Big 12 through uh, week three. Not shocking that Texas is number one in this week's power rankings. They've, They've been number one really since the beginning of the year. And I thought, you know, this was another dud of a season for Texas. They have the best roster in the Big 12, which is the Drew Ben for all of history. They just have not been able to use it for anything. Texas at one, Oklahoma reluctantly at two, though I'm still, I'm not wholly impressed with what they've done. It's just the rest of the conference has failed to match up to what they put on the field from a talent standpoint. And, of course, if they put it all together, they are a top two, three team in this league. Then I've got BYU at three. This is a BYU team that's defense was the big question mark last season that that has come out and looked so improved on that side of the ball. Keaton Slovis right now is not USD Keaton Slovis. He is not Pitt Keaton Slovis. He is BYU Keaton Slovis. And to me, that's exactly where he needs to be. It is a, it's a team that has stepped up, uh, like I said, defensively more than I could have expected. And offensively, you've seen some young stars that have jumped out in the stat sheet. I was blown away by Parker Kingston getting in at all three phases of the game. Uh, then there's the, oh, dude, I talk about the, the youth. How about, and I'm saying this right, right, uh, Vaughn Pachon? Is that, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, Vaughn Pachon, yep. Oh, dude, look at me go, A.J. Vaughn Pachon. That is, look, he's my guy. That is my guy. Ten tackles this last week, blown away by him. BYU at three. I'll brush through the rest. UCF four, another newbie. Kansas State at five after that Missouri loss. Also pretty disappointing. I got Kansas at six, and TCU at seven. Those are my top seven. Ben, here is the big drop-off. So I think Kansas is good. TCU is good. Kansas State, obviously. The big drop-off happens here, where it gets to West Virginia. It gets to Texas Tech at nine. That's a team that should be much better than it is right now and can't figure out a quarterback situation. Cincinnati at 10. You can kind of scramble the rest of these. Oklahoma State at 11. Iowa State at 12. Baylor at 13. Houston at 14. And all of those bottom five, six teams, now six teams, have lost to far, far inferior opponents on paper this year in very embarrassing losses for this league. So my top three, Texas, Oklahoma, BYU, with UCF, Kansas State close behind, and my bottom six are a very far behind bottom six. Drake Toll, locked on Big 12 here on ESPN 960. Drake, let's preview the BYU-Kansas game. It's uh, going to be in that uh, 130 spot on the mothership, ESPN. I think uh, ESPN Analytics has it uh, as a 56.4% chance of victory, and I think uh, they started off as the favorite, Kansas, 9.5 over-under set at 55 point five points give me your eval and scattering report on these uh two teams how do you think this game plays out oh ben i what i love here is the amount of hype that kansas is getting because this one opened originally at FanDuel at plus seven has moved now to nine and a half uh so this is slowly not even slowly rapidly 
going toward the Kansas Jayhawks. And look, the disrespect. BYU just went on the road against an SEC opponent in a night game. Then that's what we're supposed to have nightmares about. That's supposed to keep us up at night. They went in and won that game, mounting two extreme, I'm going to call them extreme comebacks because the adversity, the different adversity faced in both of those at BYU was able to overcome to knock off Arkansas. Kansas, their the resume, they, they beat Missouri State. They struggled mightily against Nevada. The Illinois win is awesome. Their defense looked great in that. They put up 500 yards per game. But they have not seen a BYU yet. And what's more, Ben, I trust Kalani Sitake in the games that BYU is not supposed to. I, I love BYU as an underdog. And I was looking, I wish you could remember, this is two or three weeks ago, BYU in the last two decades as underdogs with a with an unbelievable, an impeccable record. That, that's where it seems like BYU thrives the most, especially double-digit underdogs. I hope that line creeps up to 10. I just, there's never a game when you're a 10-point dog on the road that you can overlook. This is not your grandpa's Kansas. This is a great offense. Jalen Daniels is superb. Devin Neal is maybe the best running back in this league right there with C.J. Donaldson at West Virginia. The Jayhawks are going to get theirs. They are probably going to score 31 points, similar to Arkansas. But now what I have is a newfound respect, a newfound hope in the BYU offense that only put up 14 points in week one against Sam Houston State. Against Arkansas, not only did things click, but the play calling clicked. It felt appropriate. It felt like BYU found an identity, which is what you have to do in real time in games where you're trailing, especially late. BYU found an identity offensively, stuck to it, and won a game in Fayetteville that, in the end, looking at the analytics, BYU didn't have any business winning. The analytics speak to Arkansas's behalf and say that the Hogs won that game. The scoreboard says differently because, again, when you stick to an identity, that is how you win games that you're not supposed to be in. BYU did it. Now going on the road against Kansas, I love that Vegas loves the Jayhawks. BYU is is going to win this football game. Kansas is good. Kansas is good. But BYU just saw a road SEC opponent at night. Don't think that doesn't matter going into Lawrence this week. There's no overlooking Kansas. And I I objectively believe BYU gets it done. Yeah, the team speed of of Kansas looked good. But then again, Arkansas's team speed was uh, at least – offensively yeah. looked better than than the Cougs. So uh, maybe they've seen enough. Maybe they're 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 desensitized to that ty- that type of team speed and, and going down fourteen to zero early due to that team speed may uh, be a wake up call yeah. to this Cougar football team. Uh, Drake, you mentioned double digit underdog wins. Do you have that number in front of you? How many times BYU has won when they are double digit underdogs? I, I oh I wish I did I wish okay, I did I, that. you did, mentioned did it you, I was like I, I wonder if somebody you'd see out it. there with that yeah no, no gonna... I, I need somebody out there who has it because this is uh, I, I had read the tweet not too long ago BYU and Baylor both very similar a couple Big Twelve teams that are just really good as underdogs and that has been seemingly a makeup for this program BYU overlooked by the national media now for for the better part of of twenty plus years so that fact to me that is not shocking I'm sure it's not to you BYU success win trail drake toll locked on big 12 drake what's the best way to support you and what you do how can our listeners follow you and support you brother yeah man at lob12 
on on Twitter as a hero. L O Big Twelve. Don't even know my own handle. Or at Drake C Toll on Twitter as well. I have. Uh, man, I tell you what, Ben. I got to go to Provo now last season and see BYU take on Baylor and blown away with the culture of the program, blown away with the commitment to faith and and just overall wholly impressed with the atmosphere and fan base. Lucky enough to be invited back. I'll be there on hand for BYU and Cincinnati next weekend. Cougar tails on me 100% joining <laughs> the folks at BYU game day. Uh, couldn't be more pumped to return to what I'm going to call my, my college football home. Love it, man. Well, we embrace you. We salute you. We appreciate you, Drake. You do great work, and I invite everyone to follow you and also subscribe to your podcast to stay up to date on all Big 12 news and notes. Drake, we'll see you soon. We appreciate you. Great stuff as always, brother. Ben, I'll see you here in a few days. Count it down. Let's go, baby. Drake Toll, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go to break. Coming up next, what's cooking with the Cougars? Don't miss it. All the news and notes of the day. This is Cougar Sports on ESPN 960. Same old shows on your way to work? Well, you're in luck. Valley Sports Talk with Bryce Larson is moving to the morning drive. Tune in every weekday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. to get the latest local Utah sports talk on the 960 a.m. dial. Whether it's the Wolverines, Cougars, Utes, even the... Bienvenido a AutoZone. ¿En qué estás trabajando hoy? Tengo que cambiar mi aceite. Ahora obtén 5 cuartos de STP Conventional o High Mileage con un filtro de aceite STP por solo $27.99. ¿Y qué hago con mi aceite usado? Podemos reciclar tu aceite sin costo. Y puede que necesite ayuda. No hay problema. Tenemos consejos para ti en AutoZone.com. Aplican restricciones. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.